0: Welcome to Dos Gringos Porjada, I am Verna Kirk and we are with Brad Morris. Today's special guest is John Shell, former world champion, owner of Shell Shock BJJ and one of the baddest beards in BJJ. John, tell us a little bit about your academy. So I
1: opened this academy in uh, 2018,
0: January 2018.
1: And so we've been open about two and a half years here at this location. Before that, I was teaching at uh, another location in Fuquay for a few years, but uh, this is uh, actually my own own place. And um, it grew, as soon as I opened the place, it grew like a crazy amount. I didn't think I was gonna actually be able to pay the bills, so I, I uh, had somebody come in half with me to, to pay for the rent. And then uh, shortly after I opened, I realized I didn't need it, and I could have used the whole space, so. <laughs> you know, I, uh, looking back on it, I should have just trusted uh, that it was gonna be, it was gonna make it and go from there. But uh, so far, it's been uh, really good, really good.
2: Awesome, and uh, super, super happy for you, super happy for your academy. Uh, recently, the Governor Cooper had announced there's a, like a three-phase plan to reopen. So we're looking at getting back to jujitsu maybe by the end of June, probably something like that if it goes through and all that stuff. What uh, what plans do you have when you when you reopen?
1: Well, first of all, I've been training this whole time, so um, I train out of my house every day. You know, I try to get up with a couple of uh, a couple of people that I know and train you know, at least every other day with some different people, but, you know, every day I'm trying to do something. I know most of the guys in the community are, whether it be solo stuff or working out or if they have a partner that they can train with that they trust, you know, then, um, you know, that's that's happening. You know, jiu-jitsu, it's hard to take jiu-jitsu out of somebody once you go that far into it. Um, So, it's uh, difficult to take a break, especially when you know that this is going to be over soon enough and you're going to have all these monsters going to have to compete against. So, you know, <laughs> doing, what, doing what you need to do to stay halfway ready for that, then, you know, the better off you are. Um, but uh, what I plan on doing whenever these, we go into these phases is as soon as I can possibly open back up, I'm going to open back up for classes. I expect that the students, some of them are going to be excited right away to come back. Others are going to be very apprehensive and probably give it some more time. As far as this whole three-phase thing, uh, you know, the first phase seems like a bunch of crap to me. Like, it's just the same as what we're going through now. So it's not like a phase, it's like, get ready, we're getting ready for phase two. You know, so I don't, I think it's ridiculous the way that they made these three phase things. Well, Just
0: remember, phase one, steal underpants. Phase three is profit.
1: Well, let's make a profit, boys.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, now that we've kind of gone through this and we're, everybody's trying to get back on the mats, obviously you've been you know, getting able to get real work in, do you do anything else as far as, like, strength and conditioning, running, any of that mess to keep yourself active during all this?
1: You know, I, I really haven't. Um, you know, I probably should be, but um, I've got, you know, besides, uh, like, I have to work from home, which is, uh, is challenging in itself because I'm very, like, um, you know very distracted so if i have a, a bunch of stuff that i have to do around the house it's very hard for me to just pick one thing and get it done like uh, i u- end up usually tackling all of it at once and so i got like five projects that i'm working on and like most of them are about 80 percent done but none of them's completed yet <laughs> but i'm getting there
2: <laughs> have you done any uh cool projects have you built anything like uh i don't know a shelf or anything like that i know i've I've made a plethora of uh, furniture and other things since I've been stuck in the house. Is there anything anything interesting you've made while you've been in the house?
1: Yeah, so uh, actually uh, a few things that I've been doing. um, I cleaned out my garage. I got to do that. And I made it back messy again in a short period of time, but I cleaned it out. And uh, I built a garden. Oh, nice. Yeah, tore down uh, a kennel that I had in my yard. And uh, I built a safe room. I'm almost done with that. So... You know, I got a few different things that I'm working on. I got to um, installing a garbage disposal, so, you know, just a bunch of stuff that I'm
0: uh, I'm working on at the house. Nice, that's pretty cool. So, obviously, you've got, you know, you've been training, which is good. You know, we've all been trying to get in what we can when we can. Um, what are your big goals once things get back rolling? What type of uh, competitions are you looking to? go after this go-round?
1: Well, I guess it really depends on how, what what these different organizations decide to do. So, you know, like IBJJF is a big one that we typically hit a lot, and uh, I don't know what their plans are as far as getting back to regular competition schedule, you know, tournament schedule. So, you know, it really depends on how, how they're going to proceed from here. They're going to take the advice, of uh, federal advice or state advice or how oh, it's all going to work out. Or a different country's advice for that matter. Yeah, So, I mean, it really depends on what they plan on doing. I, I have no idea what U.S. Grappling's is planning on doing or what some of the other tournaments are doing. I did get an email about the CX, CX BJJ yep. tournament. In June 20th. That's supposed to happen in, in Jacksonville, nice. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, I guess that's still on for June 20th. Like, they rescheduled that's it. That's awesome. Super so, awesome. we'll see. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, so far, that's the only organization that I know of that put something out that they're going to
0: have a... I know Tap Cancer Out. Tap Cancer Out has put something in Charlotte in July. I want to say July 28th. I could be wrong. Um, And as far as I know, their their fall schedule, like coming to Raleigh and things like that, is still on, which is good.
2: Do you know if uh, IBJJF, I haven't heard if they're coming back to Charlotte this year. I've noticed on the calendar, I don't see... Charlotte on the IBJJF schedule,
1: yeah. Well, t- typically typically what they do, though, is they don't put something on the schedule. For I noticed this last year for, for Charlotte. Okay. Like, uh, I was looking at it, like, throughout the beginning of the year, and I didn't see it. And then all of a sudden, boom, they popped it up on there, like... You know, like four months out or something like that. I think it was, I don't, it, it was kind of late. They added it
2: late or something. What do you, I know like, I know in recent years at that IBJJF Charlotte, the uh, the attendance wasn't like the greatest. You now the first year they had it during the hurricane. Which hurt it. Yeah, which hurt it really bad. And then like in recent years, it's not like the, the biggest tournament. And you know, it's still like a one-star tournament. What do you think we got to do to get it up to, like, Atlanta where we're having, like, Nogi also and and kids, which would be really awesome?
1: Well, I think, for one, I mean, North Carolina and South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, they need to step the hell up. You know, these schools need to start promoting uh, these smaller IBJJF tournaments because, let's be honest, they're not going to stick around if they can't make any money. So it might be beneficial to maybe – uh, bring it over closer to 95 so you get more of the East Coast traffic going, you know, back and forth. I don't know, you know, Whoa. if that's an option. Maybe bring it over closer to R- in Raleigh, the
0: Whoa. convention center or something like that. I think that could also work, but I also think that what I've noticed is I've worked with and competed in, just like you have, just about every organization that comes through North Carolina, South Carolina, and so on. And a lot of academies tend to be very tribal when it comes to tournaments still. And here's my thing. I've competed in just about every rule set imaginable. And the only thing I haven't done yet is catch wrestling, and my boy Josh the Duck is working on that for me. But honestly, like, I think people get so hung up in rule sets that it's like, well, we only do this one because we like that rule set and so on and so forth when, you know, especially at White and Blue Belt, I don't really think your game should be tailored around a rule set. It should be tailored around actual jiu-jitsu. Agreed, man.
1: Agreed. I think, uh, I think these people that, um, that don't want... I think these people that don't want to uh, participate in a tournament because they give the excuse the rule set... Are worried about that they can't compete in that particular rule set, and if they can't compete in that particular rule set typically means that they're not well rounded in my opinion um i mean that could be that could be wrong they could maybe they could be well rounded they just prefer a different you know, mm-hmm. different way of, of playing the game but uh you know let's be honest all these competitions are different rule sets that's all it is we're we're playing a game yep and this is not real you know if it was real then then a lot of different things could happen right you know maybe a knife come out maybe a gun come out right so um we all we're all playing a game i guess it's um but if if you if you can't protect yourself in every situation or attack in any situation that you're in then then i can see how you would be worried about certain rule sets
2: speaking of rule sets recently you're in uh Vernon here did a tag team match and I know that yeah, I think the only thing I remember you mentioned it was just the time it was only like seven minutes long whatever. but how did you how did you like that tag team match how was that
1: I mean it was a novelty item you know but uh, it was uh, it was fun to do but yeah it didn't seem like there was enough time for us to really do jujitsu you know It's like was it only seven minutes
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. something like that it was see yeah. it,
1: it, it needed to be at least 20 because if we're, we're having black belt matches, black belt matches are usually 10 minutes on a low side, right? And if you're having black belt matches and you have four people, then it really should be 20 minutes. But, you know, it, it was fun to do. It was, a, you know, it was a good experience. I think that was the first one I've ever done.
2: So if you think you did it again another time, would you have like a different strategy for it to, to make it more competitive? Or I don't know what word to use yeah I,
1: I don't know how we would we'd have to talk about it and see how we would arrange it but for sure the time period needs to be longer I agree you know and um, yeah and so and I, I think that also in the last one if I remember right when, when somebody submitted somebody both people went out and the new people came in right I think that the person that did the submitting should stay in I think that's a good
2: idea
1: and then the next person from the other team come in you know I nice.
2: So speaking of rule sets, we're getting down to our, our last couple of questions here. What's, uh, if you had to pick like a favorite, like one you really like, you get excited about and you're like, oh, it's that tournament, you know, I know you like to do all of them and, you know, ones with, you know, where if you pull guard, you lose points or, you know, other like Ranger Up or, or other tournaments like IBJJF. but what's your, one of, one of like your favorites, one you get like excited about?
1: Yeah, I like, uh, for sure the Ranger Up tournament's one of my favorites because, you know, they don't, you don't get points, um well, you don't. You get points for doing any uh, uh, non-dominant uh, position to a dominant position, whether it be a reversal or whether it be a sweep. I mean, that's the biggest difference there. Plus, if somebody sits to their butt, it's just like the other person took them down, and you know. So, I think that if you're sitting to your butt, it's more realistic that way because if you're sitting to your butt in a fight, you're giving up. You know, you're giving up. And uh you you need to have some something um some consequence to that, you know, be you know, whether it be points, even if the person doesn't completely slaughter you, at least they're you know, they're getting the points because you decided to uh, concede. Cool. You know?
2: Alright, so Burton's got the last question here and then we're gonna wrap all up. Yeah.
0: So the we're gonna take it a slightly different direction and just say, I know with everybody coming back or A lot of people who've had time to sit there and actually think about jujitsu or, you know, that have never maybe done it before and want to give it a try. What advice would you give to those people?
1: Well, the advice that I would give to those people is start early and don't stop because uh, you can't get the time back that you, uh, you're not training. So Um, Definitely start early. Don't stop. And if even if you're injured or something like that, please try to stay on the mats as much as possible. Keep your mind engaged in it. Even if your body can't do it, it's important for that to take place. That way, when you do come back, you're not going to be completely like, uh, you know, starting over a white belt. (laughs) Absolutely. You know, so...
2: John, thanks for uh, thanks for doing this with us. I know you have uh, you're a busy guy and you got a lot of things to do. Um, tell everybody where they can uh, find uh, Shell Shock BJJ on uh, social media and stuff.
1: Yeah, so we got a Facebook page, Shell Shock BJJ. Also, uh, Instagram at Shell Shock BJJ. Um, you can go to my website. Guess what it is? ShellshockBJJ.com? dot Dot com. That's right. Dot com. So, um, yeah, you can reach me in any of those. Uh, um, also. Um, Um, Yep. Or you can just come to my place in Fuquay, North Carolina, 6109 Highway 55, Suite 133.
2: Nice. Well, thanks, John. Thanks for uh, being with us on the uh, very first podcast, Take 12 or whatever we're on. (laughs) Bad audio and stuff. So, hey, I'm Brad Morris for Vernon Kirk. And thanks, Professor John Shelligan for having us at your place. See you guys later. Ooh, Thanks.